Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, and welcome to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Dr. James Fetish is a successful practice owner, best-selling author, and speaker. Listen in as he shares his secrets to a successful business and a successful life. So now, here's Dr. J. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. This episode, we're talking about scarcity. So what is scarcity? We're going to talk about it in a couple different models, a couple of things about scarcity, and uh, obviously, like a lot of things from the podcast, kind of comes from recent experience with me that I will share with you, but... Real simple, what is scarcity? So scarcity is a real like basic human principle that basically we want what we can't have. Uh, if something's scarce, it's more valuable, we want it more. You know, look at diamonds or just, you know, coal that flattened out and it looks pretty and, we, and they're real, we've actually manufactured scarcity there where we kind of make it scarce and people want to buy diamonds, right? But there's all kinds of rocks laying in your backyard and nobody wants to spend all these tens of thousands of dollars on. Um, same thing too, you know, the easiest way to think about it, you know, I got some single staff members, you know, they always say, oh, when I break up with the boyfriends, when they want you back or when you're... You know, when you're single, nobody wants to go out with you, and then you get a boyfriend, and you know all these old boys come out or girls, whatever, and they come out of the closet, and they want to date you, right? So everybody's kind of had that experience. When you're with somebody, there's all these people who want you. When you're not with anybody, nobody wants you, kind of, or you know, it's the way it kind of seems, unless you're Brad Pitt or something, right? Um, so, so that's scarcity. That's a basic human principle. We mentioned this book a couple of times, Robert Cialdini's Influence book. He goes into this concept in the book, and if you haven't read it or aren't familiar with it, definitely get it. I'll probably do for a reread, then he had a follow-up book, Persuasion. but read the Influence book, you should read that like two or three times, we've mentioned that, I've had like three or four guests mention it, um, anyway, so he talks about scarcity there, so it's a basic human principle, so it's not that, uh, you know, we're making this up, it's kind of in our DNA, and, and that's, you know, simple, if you think biology, you know, the berries, or the, there's only so much meat to eat, you know, you're going to desire that more, it's kind of a basic survival instinct in a lot of ways. But we're talking about scarcity more in types of your business. So there's a lot of things to get into about this we're going to talk a little bit about today. So, uh, you know, in medical clinics, what examples is you'll probably, everybody's heard this, right? You call the specialist up, the neurologist, the neurosurgeon, you know, whatever it is. You're going to call the guy up and they, they don't have a new patient slot for six weeks or they're booked out for two, three months, something like that, right? Everybody's heard somebody say that or probably everybody's had that experience. So... Uh, a couple things about that. So one, I've been to seminars uh, years ago, and I've been to a couple of these seminars where they'll actually teach you to do this manufactured or make this up. So I was at a seminar and I read this multiple times actually where they say, you know, you just open up a practice, whether you're a chiropractor, PT, or whatever, it doesn't matter, financial planner, again, all these lessons transfer over. But I've been at seminars, I teach you, listen, you have a new business, you have no clients, you have no appointments, and somebody calls up to be a new client, and you tell them you're booked for six weeks, right? You tell them, hey, you got nobody in the door, you're sitting there all day twiddling your thumbs and doing nothing all day, and somebody calls and wants to see you that day, and you tell them you're busy for six weeks, and just making that manufactured scarcity, right? You're making it up, you're not really scarce, you're making it up. Uh, so there are people that talk, teach that, and there's definitely docs that do that there. So there's actually a doc in like a couple towns over, he's about 15, 20 minutes to me, a little bit older guy, 60 or so, and um, he was doing this. He wasn't doing it manufactured like this, but it's just kind of what the guy was doing. So he would he saw his patients for 20, 30 minutes, you know, old-fashioned, which is fine if you want to practice that way. You know, it's hard to make a living that way anymore. Um, but he would do it that way. So he'd only see 15 people a day or whatever the number of the math was. And if that 16th person wanted to come in, he wouldn't see them that day. Like, he wouldn't squeeze one more in. He wouldn't see one more patient. 
and he was just seeing his 15 a day. And same with new patients. I'm not sure how he scheduled it, but maybe he had one or two slots a day and he would spend who knows how long with them. And uh, he would only take that one a day, let's just say, you know, one new patient a day. And the second one called up, they're in dire pain, the brother came in, the uncle was a patient. It doesn't matter, like kids, have, you know, it doesn't matter. He wouldn't see them that day. That was it. I had one slot and I could see 14 people a day and don't, 15th, they're not getting in. And uh, that's how he ran his practice. And I guess you do it if you want. And actually what he ended up doing is we send them all to me. Uh, so he cracked me up because, you know, we would we see 95, 100, 100 plus on a busy day. And, uh, you know, he at 15, he would say, I can't see you. And the people would come up and see our sign-in sheet. You know, by lunch, we saw more patients than the guy saw a week. And we would fit them in always. Like, you know, they're hurt or injured. They were his regular. We'd squeeze them in like we always got them in. And we'll always get one more in. We'll talk more about that in a minute. But, you know, so you had that kind of manufacturer scarcity a little bit where you only wanted to do that much. And I guess if you want to practice the way, it's okay. You know, my mind, you're there to service people. These people need help. And you're, you're saying you can't help them that day. If you want to practice that way, maybe bring somebody in that can see the other patients. We won't get into all that right now. But it's just kind of an example of scarcity. So we saw that all the time. Uh, another thing, and there's, you know, we're going to talk about how you got to do this the right way. So you, you know, people want what they can't have. If you're just wide open, you see anybody anytime, any day, like, you know, that there's some downside to that as well. Or in any other business, you know, something's too common, they don't want it. Like nobody wants to buy, you know, the dirt off your backyard or rock in your backyard. They want to buy a diamond, right? Um, so we're going to talk about how you're going to do this the right way. But I'll give you some more examples of this as well. Uh, here's another good example. So the old time thing, and you might still be doing this, is I don't even know where this came from a million years ago. I think it's actually from the golf clubs. I've talked to people at country clubs about this. Um, so the old fashioned thing was on Wednesdays, the medical docs took off. Thursdays was the chiropractor's day off. And Fridays was the dentist's day off. And uh, I, you know, I said, I'm not sure what this came from. I actually think it was from, go- from golf because I talked to country club people. And this is kind of, I think, a country club thing. Um, and you know what? There's nothing wrong with that. That was an old, old-fashioned thing. You take those days off, and a lot of a lot of docs are working Saturdays. So if you're working a full or three-quarter day Saturday, and you took off a weekday, you know that's fine. And with your office flow, you know Thursdays in a chiropractic PT clinic, um, you know the flow of patients. It's going to be a very slow day because people are injured over the weekend. They come in a Monday. A lot of care is two or three times a week. So the Monday, Wednesday, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, you'll, you'll pick up some Tuesday. They hurt themselves Monday, but Thursday is like always going to be a slow day for you. But I don't recommend taking that day off. So we're going to get to that in a second. Um, so that's the old flow, and, and most people got away from that. But you'll still see some dentists close Fridays, and you know I've done nothing against that. That's fine. They close on Friday, and a lot of them are open Saturday. Like I had a friend that did that as dentist close Fridays, they're open Saturdays. That's fine. Nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, a lot of chiropractors still close Thursdays. I'll hear it too. I still get these seminar invites all the time for uh, Thursday seminars. You know, like uh, twelve to six or something, and I'm like. You know, a lot of these younger docs are working now. There's not, not, you know, 1975, you take those days off anymore. But anyways, another side note in the docs again on, on MDs on Wednesdays. So on Thursdays, we've never done that. When it was just me solo, I'd be there a half a day because it is a slow day. I did a four-hour shift instead of like eight hours. Um, and we did the afternoon. We did that on purpose. I'd come in like three to seven. I did. It was great. I'd ski in the morning or golf, whatever you want to do, and come in the afternoon. Uh, it was a good schedule at that point in my life and with just a solo doc many years ago. But the nice thing is, you know, all morning, anybody that called or had a problem, they would call and make an appointment for the afternoon. So even if they, you know, really want to get a 9 or 10, but you get them at 3, like, they're pretty much okay with that. But, uh, you know, we've been doing that now. We're full day. You know, 97, we're 97 every day. We don't close. We don't take the long lunch. We don't shut down for two hours in the middle of the day when people want to come in. We want to be available for them all the time. We'll get into that in a minute. But this Thursday, so I've never been closed on Thursday. We had the short shift, and we've done now a full shift for years. We expanded that over time, and like I said, now it's a nine to seven day. And it's definitely not our busiest day, but we're there. Always get new patients, and there's other stuff going on that we don't need to get into here. Uh, but anyway, so yeah, we over the years I picked up you know probably a hundred new patients on a Thursdays because their doc is closed and they're off that day, which is okay. They want to do that, but the thing they had no answering service, they had no call forwarding. You couldn't text, you couldn't email. 
you know, you just call the phone rang all day. If somebody's back killing them, and I can't tell you, like I said, it's got to be over 100 patients over the years, 14 years, where, you know, they've seen this guy for 10 years or girl for 10, 15 years. They're back killing them that Thursday, you know, 7 in the morning. They wake up 6 and 5, or maybe they didn't sleep all night. They're up all night. Wake up in agony at 4 in the morning. They're dying to call you at 9, and, you know, nobody answers the phone all day. And eventually, they just start calling around, coming to me, and some of the, you know, they switch over and they become lifetime patients. And I'm not one for stealing patients from other chiropractors. I, I try to dissuade that, actually. Um, but, um, you know, that's happened a hundred times. So, so that can happen to your clinic too. So if you want to go Thursday, you know, that's fine. Get an answering service at the minimum or uh, even better pay a staff to be there. So we'll have two. And then we did that, you know, through growth phase. I think, you know, we're still just the afternoon I was there, but as I could afford it, got a little busier. We had a staff there in the morning because you won't believe how many people stop by. They have a question. They want to stop by, book an appointment, stop by, ask about insurance, whatever. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> Uh, people just want to stop by as well. So that's another benefit of doing that. So we'll get into all that. And, you know, they're coaching clients. We help you plan those kind of shifts properly so you're not losing revenue. But that's a good example of scarcity. Like, yeah, I wasn't there in the morning. You couldn't see me. You couldn't come in and get a treatment. But you, my secretary was there to answer the phone. She could make an appointment for that afternoon or the next day or whatever. And uh, if you have stopped in and you were dying at 10, she could say, sorry, I'll get you in at 11, you know, at 3 o'clock, whatever it was. That's a good way to do scarcity. Um, so I think that's a, a better plan. We're going to talk a little bit more about this. Another example yesterday. So doing a mailing, this mailing house we've used for years. Uh, it's a lumpy mail kind of mailer. And uh, it's like a legit mom and pop. Like dad started it and I had the son start helping him out. Nice hand over to the son. And 10 years in, they finally have like a one part-time secretary. So it's the son now. The father doesn't run it and his part-time secretary doing it, which is fine. No problem with that. You know, think in 10 years, you could have grown a little bit more than that. But you know, you know that's fine. Not everybody wants to have a bigger business. Nothing wrong with that. Um, so anyway, so you mailing, and we, we use the company for years, usually pretty good. They do some cool stuff. But uh, in mailing, like, we got returned back a ton of, like, way more than we should. Like, 20% came back, and they were, like, over $4 a piece that we mailed. So it was a lot uh, that came back. And, and you know, to me, nowadays, you can scrub your list so easily. The U.S. Postal Service, like, you can just upload your list to the U.S. Postal Service, and they'll tell you if it's deliverable or not before you send it. Like, you go to Visprint Mail Postcard, and you upload, like, we do this all the time. We upload four or 5,000 patient names to mail them a postcard and it'll tell you these 800 are non-deliverable and you just won't mail them. Like it's, it's really pretty simple technology that like everybody has access to. I think you do it yourself through U.S. Postal Service, like just upload the list and they'll clean it for you, like scrub it we call it. Or if not, like any mailing house can do that. Like it shouldn't, anyways, it shouldn't be a big problem. Like you're always going to get some that's inevitable. They moved just last week and whatever. But like it really is huge undeliverables. If you mail out a thousand, you're getting a hundred back, which is like what happened to us more than a hundred. And they were like I said, over four bucks a piece. Um, yeah, that's really unacceptable anymore. There's just no, you know, a couple obviously is going to happen, but the way you can script, check the list before, like, it's just simple to do that. There's just no reason for that. So it's been like oh, 10 days or more now, probably two weeks. I've been emailing back and forth. They'll send us the tracking number, send us this, we'll look into it. You know, it's either the list broker sent a bad list or they didn't check it before. There was a mistake. Let's just find out what happened. And the other thing was we bought a big list from them of like 10,000. And the, the idea was to mail a thousand a month for 10 months or maybe 5,000 if this first thousand works. So a thousand was like a test. So we're going to mail like 10,000. But I already bought the list of 10,000. So if like 10, 15, 20% of these names are no good, like I'm not going to keep mailing. So we got to like get to the bottom of it. So that was even the bigger picture. We had these other like nine, 10,000 names that we're going to mail. And if this whole list is bad, or maybe we just had a bad batch in there, like they didn't scrub it or something. Like, let's just find out. Like, do we want to mail the other 9,000 or not? So this is going on for weeks. Like nothing's happened with them. I don't know what they're doing. Not tracking it. And again, I think the secretary's part-time because you email her and she's email back for hours on end. She seems to like email like one to six. She might work half days or something like that. It doesn't, or just this terrible response, but I think she's part-time. But you know, so well, the first big batch came in and a big box because there were so many and I, I emailed them about it and like nobody answered for like eight hours and the staff threw them out at the end of the day because I emailed at like one o'clock and it was like eight o'clock nobody or seven we closed and the staff to take the garbage out. 
Oh, send me all the track labels. So we threw them all out. So more came, more came. I, I emailed a couple of the labels. The other day, she, a bunch came in, five or six more. So instead of like typing all the labels up, doing the whole thing, and I wanted to show her everything that was going on because they write on it, not deliverable. They write little notes. So I took a video and I you know, twisted the, the thing around. You could see everything on there. So she emails me back, like, the video's fuzzy. Can you just write down all the information? Like, type it all up. So it's name, address, not safe, the tracking number, which is a whole bunch of numbers. Like, it's a bunch of stuff. So like, hey, it would take me 10 minutes, not 10 minutes, so whatever. A few minutes, sit there and write it all down and all that. But that's the reason I did the video. It took two minutes, and she could do that. Um, so I called, and I was like, what is the video fuzzy? She's like, well, I didn't actually really watch it. Like, I just thought it'd be easier if you wrote them all down. And I was like, what? Like, I'm a, I'm a doctor, and, like, you're a part-time secretary. Like, I'm not going to do that write these all down like that's your job and like you guys definitely made a mistake somewhere with this mailing whether it's a mailing house or you didn't scrub the list like this is on your end like i shouldn't be doing any of this you guys should be tracking them all uh so they uh, basically came out she was just too lazy to watch the video i don't even know if she watched it um so then you know the 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 son uh the dad who owns the place or i guess now he runs it i'm not sure uh emails me yesterday you know really like it's the bottom of this blah 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 well, let's talk about it tomorrow it's a little bit later in the day, you know, I'm like, talk about tomorrow, like, it's been going on two weeks, like, it rings a little bell, but then I realize they're not in our time zone, not in Eastern time, so I look up their time zone, and it's like 2 o'clock in the afternoon on, like, a Tuesday, and let's talk about this tomorrow, and I'm like, it's 2 o'clock like, on your time, like, it's a little later, it's three hours, it's like 5 o'clock in our time, but it's like 2 or 2.30, like, you're, you're available, he said, an email even said, I'm not, I'm not in the office rest of the day, I'm back tomorrow, or something like that, or I'm unavailable the rest of the day, I'm back in the office tomorrow, something like that. So, like, yeah, at first I'm like, it's at 5 o'clock, and then I realized it's another time zone, it's like 2 o'clock. I'm like, what? It's so like, that's a terrible example of scarcity right there. Like, you have a customer issue, it's been going on a couple weeks. It's the first day, I'd understand. Um, but, you know, it's 2 o'clock in the afternoon, you, what are you going to happy hour? Like, you have kids and stuff, and listen, I, I get it, I leave at 2 o'clock two days a week to hang out with my daughter as well. I mean, yesterday I was swimming in the pool at 3 o'clock. Um, and I get it, but the big difference here is that, that I have coverage at my office. So, if you call the office at 3 o'clock yesterday, can I see Dr. Fetich? No, he's not here, or they wouldn't say it that way, but you know, he's not available this afternoon, but Dr. Carlock and Dr. Miller are both available right now. Um, so that's how you can give scarcity without giving bad service, especially this day and age. So like, that's kind of the example. I know it's kind of a long-winded story with this mailer, but you know, so that, you know, if he had to leave early, I get it. Like, that's why you should set up your life, and I help docs do that. Like, you shouldn't be working 12-hour days every day. But, like, for one, don't say that to people. Like, and I'll tell his staff that, and that's what we're kind of hitting on. Like, don't say Dr. Fetch isn't here. He's swimming in the pool drinking a beer with his kid, right? Like, you don't say that to people. Say, you know, we, Dr. Fetch isn't at any available appointments this afternoon, but we have availables with our other doctors, right? So there's a little scarcity. I'm not always there. I'm not available 24-7. But someone else is. <coughs> so that's how you should have handled this as well. So, you know, I'm not available this afternoon. And you, don't need, you don't need to give a justification. Yeah, go swim in the pool with your kids, or you're at a meeting, or you're just you're going to happy hour, or whatever you're doing. That's fine. I got no problems with that, but, you know, don't say that for one and have somebody else available. So the answer should have been, I'm not available this afternoon or, you know, I'm tied up this afternoon, but X, you know, she's going to take care of this for you finally or look into this for you. But, you know, whether they went to happy hour together, he's doing whatever with the secretary, I don't want to know, but you don't know, just do that. You know, so that's how you do the scarcity properly. So it's a problem. She's been, I'm not available this afternoon, but she's available. Here's her contact info. She's going to call you in 10 minutes. What's the best number to reach you, et cetera. So that's the way to handle that, do scarcity properly. So I think it's not, you know, you got to do some scarcity. Like, that's a good example. I know it's kind of a long-winded story. You're like with me. Again, you know, yeah, he's not available this afternoon or he doesn't have any points this afternoon, but Dr. X and Dr. Y do, right? So we can get you in. We'll get you in this afternoon. We got two other, you know, and Dr. X is busy, but Dr. Y's got an available slot here. And that's having capacity to handle that, and that's something we can work with you on. But so, I, you know, scarcity is a tricky thing, and I think this manufacturer scarcity, people aren't buying into as much as it used to be. I think you got to be a lot more careful with this kind of stuff. People aren't tolerant with that, you know, with the internet and all that kind of stuff. You got to be available, you know, and that's like our office. You can 
text, email, call. It's going to be live answered 8 a.m. till 7 p.m. every day of the week. You know, it's all every day. So you can text, email, call. Someone's going to answer you like right away, all those hours every day. On off hours, even after 7, we have like an answering service, but it's not like a regular answering service. They have a script that they follow. They can make appointments, email, take down information. So it's a little more full service answering service as well. So same deal. Yeah, we don't open on the weekends, but you can get our answering service. It's not some generic answer service. I've tried like so hard to find like a real answering service. So, you know, they'll answer some questions. They can get information to us. We can get back to you, et cetera. So, it's, you know, it's, it's a little more service. So as like I said, again, scarcity is good. You want to be scarce. You want to be able all the time, but you've got to watch how you do it. People don't buy it. You know, and a lot of times you have Everybody's like the story we started off with. Everybody's heard, you know, like, oh, a patient called for a neurologist or a friend and they're not available for six weeks. But what is the first thing? They'll make an appointment. And what is the first thing everybody does now after that? They're going to find the next guy. They're going to call. Oh, this guy's available in five weeks. Let's make an appointment with him. This guy's available in four weeks. Let's make an appointment with him. You know, and that's the same thing they're going to do with your business as well. So I really wanted to caution you with scarcity. Scarcity is a great principle if you do it right. So you got to do this right. And there's different, like, phases of it. Like I talked to you about in my practice already. You know, we're only available in the afternoon and nobody answers the phone all morning because I couldn't afford it. Then, all right, the doc's only in the afternoon, but the staff are there in the morning as well. There's two, hey, there's two docs available all day. Hey, there's three. We're open all day. You know, two docs, then we're going to close the lunch for two hours, you know, and there's a secretary there. Like, that was next step. And then now it's like there's multiple staff and multiple providers all day. Like, you can see, yeah, you want to see a PT, you got two chiros, you got an acupuncture, like, you can see the MD, like, you can see any uh, somebody at all times, right? Um, so... You know, you got to watch the scarcity. Don't manufacture scarcity. It's a good principle to employ, but you got to employ it properly. That's why Cialdini's book, like he says, these all have got to be employed properly. You can abuse these principles. People do. And scarcity is one people really do abuse, you know, that kind of stuff. If you're really not busy, you can't see me for weeks. And I can't buy that anyways, you know, these neurologists and specialists. I think a lot of them do it to make themselves feel important, to make themselves look important. And they just say it all the time. So, oh, he must be so good. He's booked for two months. And I'm like, in my head, like, that's some pot. Like, how can you be busy for two months? Like, you know, like hire an NP, hire a nurse practitioner, hire a physician's assistant season patients, hire another neurologist. Like, it's just crazy to me. But, you know, some of you want to cap out their business, and that's fine, too. Like, we're making X. I'm going to take home Y, and, like, I'm happy. And I don't want to grow anymore. And I guess there's nothing wrong with that. And that's how that happens. But I do think a lot of that's manufactured. So scarcity is a principle that you got to employ in your business, but it's got to be employed the right way. Just don't abuse it. Don't bungle it. And that's what uh, one of Cialdini's words, like bungling influence. Not like this guy the other day with me. And he's probably lost, he's lost me as a customer for good. Like I'm not going to use them again. There's other mailing houses. Like I got to spend two weeks tracking you down and you're leaving early to do whatever early with your secretary and like nobody answers. And it's just like, I'm not going to do this anymore. As I told, like I lost money on the mailing, and that's not great. But like my time is way more valuable, and I spent way too much time on this. Like you should have looked into it, figured it out. Not like, hey, can you get more tracking numbers? Can you find out this? Can you do this? Like, I, no, like that's your job. You do it. You did the mail something. You messed up, and I shouldn't be involved in that. But anyway, so scarcity is a good principle. Use it to your benefit. Uh, I mean, like I said, everybody knows when you're single. You know, nobody wants to date you when you're married or engaged or with somebody. Everybody wants to date you, right? So people always want they can't have. So it's a good principle to employ. But you got to do it the right way. You know, and like with me with the office, I don't like. You know, yes, I leave early to spend time with my family, but like I'm busy. I see I'm pretty decent caseload. I don't take a ton of new patients on because I'm furthest to my other docs. If you really want to see me, you can see me, but it might be a little more scarce. And it's not because I'm like arrogant or whatever. It's because I'm treating, you know, I'm treating some patients still, but I run a, you know, pretty large clinic. I got to do the marketing. I got to do all the, you know, running the business end of it. I do this stuff as well. So I just can't, you know, I can't take appointments seven to seven every day. Nobody can, right? So, you know, it's real scarcity. We're really busy. We see a hundred people plus a day. Like we're actually busy, but I'll still get you in like with somebody else. But yeah, you might not be able to see me at five o'clock today, but we'll see, get you in with somebody else. Like somebody else see you or maybe not five, maybe five thirty, five forty-five. We'll be able to get you in. So, 
you know, just watch the scarcity. I think people are onto the manufactured scarcity. You know, it's not the way it used to be. You know, it's so easy with the internet. You know, if you're not available this Thursday, you know, they might call four people. We'll get that all the time. I called five chiropractors. They're all closed Thursday. We're coming in to see you. And now we're switching your whole family over to care, you know, all that kind of stuff. So just watch scarcity principle you can use really well in your business or practice, but you can abuse it or bungle it. Like Chaldini says, you can mess it up. So just be careful that manufactured. You know, just don't fake the scarcity. Do, Do it right. Do it real. You do want to employ it. You, know, you don't want to be available all the time. And I do know Kairos, that, that, that's a problem too. They're there, you know, I know friends, they're, they're seven to seven. They're just open all the time and they're no break. And obviously you're going to burn out that way too. But it just, you know, say, hey, come on down, whatever. I'm just around, you know, we can squeeze you in anytime. Like we're always there. And, you know, you got to be careful of that as well. So you want some scarcity in your practice as well. So hopefully this helps. So, you know, long-winded to a, to a topic. It's a long topic. We could spend a whole day on this. Um, but obviously check it out. So check out our website, drjamesfetish.com. we got a new group coaching program just opened up. A new group coaching is available to get access to me at a, like half price of what we charge for private personal coaching, which is pretty cool. Um, so you're going to get a group call once every two weeks as well as access to our online vault with thousands of documents, so online videos, train you how to do everything in your practice, train your staff, day one, day two, how to answer the phone. Everything's in there in video form, my latest ads, all kinds of great stuff. Access to all of our product catalog as well. So check out our website. we got that just started up and we'll talk Talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to Dr. J's Path to Success podcast. Make sure to subscribe on iTunes and leave us a review. For information, please visit drjamesfetish.com. Dr. James R. Fetish, Clinic Director at Village Family Clinic. His book, Secrets of a Million Dollar Clinic, is available on Amazon and online at hackettstownfamilyclinic.com or drjamesfetish.com. www.dr J-A-M-E-S-F-E-D-I-C-H dot com. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.